behold, about 30 seconds later, this person all dressed in black, black backpack on, baseball cap pulled low, popped out from between the buildings. And I was like, this has got to be the person, right? So I got on my police car. I looked at him, we caught eyes. And I was like, uh-oh, this is going to be bad. Hello, and welcome to the Entrepreneur Success Formula podcast, where we get down to earth with real entrepreneurs. You know, the ones that work hard and know that success is more than a mindset because it takes blood, guts, and a bucket full of luck to survive and thrive in the world of business today. My name is Damien Mark Smith, and I am your host for today's show and author of the Entrepreneur Success Formula, How Thriving Business Owners Actually Do It. And in this episode, I am speaking with Janice Carmina who was a full-time police officer for 15 years until she was injured and couldn't work on the roads anymore. And so she reinvented herself and discovered e-commerce, launching two private label brands on Amazon and Shopify using ClickFunnels, which we like on this show. Janice wants to help other women because e-commerce queen bees to become e-commerce queen bees and take control of their own income and is a true believer that your journey is yours alone. Janice, welcome to the show. That's amazing, Damien. Thank you so much. So glad to be here. <laughs> Thank you for coming all the way from Canada. So beautiful Canada. Um, so fantastic. Let's start with when did you start the business? Why did you start the business? And how did you get your first customer? Whoa, there's three like huge questions. Yes. Well, it started about four years ago. So remember in the introduction, I said I was a police officer. I actually yep. still am. Okay. Right? And I'm about to retire. But about four years ago, and here in Canada, our schedule was always two days on, two nights on, and then four days off. I got so bored during those four days off. And trust me, my kids were getting older, they were in school. I was like, what am I gonna do on these four days off? And you know, I can always sit and veg out or do something, but I was bored. I had that entrepreneurial mindset all the time and my mind just wouldn't stop spinning. Yeah. I was like, what can I do? So I looked around and on, it, on YouTube, I found this thing called Amazon FBA, which is fulfilled by Amazon. And I was like, well, this is kind of fun. And then I did a bit more research and they told me that I could actually go shopping, buy stuff on sale, and then resell it on Amazon for more money. I was like, whoo, mind blown, love this. So I got that you know, shopping urge out. It was like, okay, this is fun. So I started doing what's called retail arbitrage in this Amazon world we're in. Actually back then, I never even knew that anybody can sell on Amazon. So I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. So I started doing that, just learning the ropes. And then I got hurt. And so you talked a little bit about that. So one night I was in there in my patrol car and we work by ourselves here. So I'm usually yeah. in a police car by myself. I was on patrol, all my gear on and everything. I was 47 at the time. So this call comes through that someone just had their laptop stolen and he was actually monitoring it on his cell phone. So he knew exactly where it was going, where the person had it. So the, the radio transmissions were coming through and I was like, okay, wait, I think I know where this person's going. Cause I kind of knew the area. So I tucked my car in on a road and I just watched and lo and behold, about 30 seconds later, this person all dressed in black, black backpack on baseball cap pulled low, popped out from between the buildings. And I was like, this has got to be the person. Right. So mm -hmm. I got on my police car. I looked at him, we caught eyes and I was like, uh Oh, this is going to be bad. And right there, the chase was on. I was like, please stop. That did nothing. He took off. I took off following him. My 20 year old brain at the time was telling my 47 year old body that this was a good idea. And I was like, this is not a good idea. I'm like, I should have waited for canine. Seriously, Damien, I should have just waited and a dog could have done this chase. Yeah. 
no. Janice is like, nope, I'm going to catch this person. So chased him down the way. Um, he went over a fence. We kind of had, I had kind of had him blocked. So I was like, okay, this is good. My partner can catch up. I heard the sirens coming from the distance. I'm like, okay, this is good. And then he was high on drugs. You could tell just by the way he was reacting and looking at me. You could tell from the eyes. And then he looked at me again and I looked at him. I'm like, oh no, this is going to be bad again. Right. Cause I was already, I was already like <laughs> from humping it down the road after him. Mm-hmm. So he comes up the grassy knoll or this grassy area. He hops the fence. I go to grab him. He goes over the fence. We both kind of go down together onto the pavement. We both just wipe out. Right. He gets up and keeps going. Meanwhile, I'm like ripped pants, blood all over, but he did drop the backpack. Okay. So that's good. And then by then my partner in another car had come up and he took on the chase and there was a taser involved, pepper spray. And eventually the guy came around a corner of a building and I had crossed the road by then. I had my gun out, say, police stop. Anyways, arrested him all good. After the adrenaline dump, if anybody's had an adrenaline dump, like you can't hurt, feel how hurt you are. Nope. I went back to where I'd fallen. I just sat down on the ground next to the backpack he had dropped, dropped and I was like, Holy cow, did I just hurt myself? And I wrecked my back and something had happened. And seriously, two months later, I was walking with a cane. Now they've got me diagnosed with uh, chronic pain syndrome, central sensitization. Anyways, I deal with the pain all the time, but that moment ended my career as a police officer on the road. Yeah. And I'm sure probably a lot of your people out there have gone through not something, not something similar, but just a life changing mm-hmm. point in their life. Yeah. Where I went through a depression a little bit for a couple months going, what am I going to do now? All I know is how to be a cop. I didn't know if I knew anything else to do. And I had been doing the Amazon. I had actually graduated university way back when as with a teaching degree. So I was like, well, this Amazon thing is kind of fun. I had already started into private label, which we can talk about later. And it was then I was like, well, if I can do this private label and build up brands by myself and sell them on Amazon, my own personal brands, why don't I start teaching other people how to do it? Because I'm a true believer that people are doing a disservice. Um, and you know what, women in particular, we have all these ideas in our head and I just don't get them out there. And I tell them, you're doing me a disservice by not getting your product idea out there because I can probably use it to make my life easier. So that's where e-commerce queen bee kind of started. And we're developed, I'm just developing courses now to teach people how to do private label. Yeah. So fantastic. And yeah. So I started with retail arbitrage after retail arbitrage. I'll go back a little bit before I got injured, I'm kind of backtracking a little bit, Damien. Sorry mm-hmm. about that. Um, when you're selling on Amazon and you're doing retail arbitrage, you're buying the same thing as everybody else and selling it the same as everybody else. So if there's a listing for, for example, one of my things I sold was safety goggles. Well, if there's a listing for safety goggle, I wasn't the only seller on it. So I always had to compete with people to sell that item. I hated competing with other people. So I was like, what else can I do besides retail arbitrage? to have my own listing and be the only seller of it, which is what private label is. So I started launching my own products and my own brands. And that's mm. what I teach people how to do now. My first nice. sale retail arbitrage, with retail arbitrage, my first sale was uh, a month after figuring it all out, just learning what retail arbitrage was. And private label, I started doing sales 
took me two, three months to launch my first product and the first sale was the next day. Fantastic. So what is, what's been your biggest mental challenge working as a, an entrepreneur compared to a policeman? Lisa <laughs> and I have partners, right? Like I have a whole platoon to back me up and everything. Entrepreneur is a very lonely world unless you reach out and listen to podcasts like yours and talk to other entrepreneurs and join Facebook groups to talk to people and bounce ideas off. The Amazon world is even a little bit more lonelier because no one talks about what they sell. I'm a little bit different because I have no problem talking about my brands. But people are very protective if they're in the Amazon world and what they sell because they're so worried about other people stealing their products. Right. So yeah. I think that's the mindset is kind of going through this entrepreneurial journey basically by yourself, unless you have a team that starts working for you, but you're the person making the decisions. You're the person putting the real skin in the game, putting the money up. Mm -hmm. Any successes, failures, they're all yours. So I think that's going to be the biggest mindset to go through. Mind change. If, if you had to start all over again from scratch, what would be, and let's just go back to the Amazon arbitrage, might as well. If you, what would be the first thing that you would have done differently now knowing what you know now? Taking a course right away. Instead of trying to learn it all by myself. There you go. Yeah. Get help. That's it. And I, and I come to it time and time again. I would have got help sooner. I would have. Get a mentor. Yeah. Get right. a mentor. Get someone you can bounce ideas off of and someone you trust and someone you like and you can relate to. Because man, I did so many mistakes, which are great because I learned from them. Mm -hmm. But man, if I had a course that could have led me step by step through, I would have launched a lot faster and not made the mistakes and the costly mistakes that I did make along the way. Get coaching, get the right support, do it. Find someone who's been and trodden the path before you. <laughs> exactly. Think about mentors like to mentor. They want to give back. Exactly. Right? So. Yeah, no, I love it. And, and I'm working in a space now where, where most people are doing that. They're taking the information that they know and saying, well, how can I pass this on? And Because there's people out there that need it right now, let's face it. Especially in the entrepreneurial space as well, because we're going to have, what, 20% of the global workforce is going to be out of work as a result of COVID. So it's a lot. You know, it's a lot of people. And online sales are going to be massive this Christmas for Q4. Yeah. And especially with Amazon, Amazon is synonymous with online shopping. If I need anything, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Amazon shopping. Like mm -hmm. so by getting onto Amazon and using their customer base, it's a no brainer to me versus trying to get traffic to my own website. Yeah. Okay. So if you're in charge of world business, not just UK business or Canada, Canada Canada's business, if you're in charge of world business, what legislation would you introduce for entrepreneurs to, to help them? To help entrepreneurs? Yeah. Canada, less taxes. They kill us with taxes. And I think the Brits are the same way because we're basically based on your taxation system in Canada. Yeah. Like, and the taxes are killing, yeah. right? And yes, it's great in Canada. We've got the, um, the healthcare, everything like that, right? But you need to give small business owners less taxes so we can hire people and employ more people and scale a business now you can split this question into kind of two parts what's been your best marketing tactic and why now do it for the the amazon you can do it for the online courses both um well amazon i also sell off as amazon so best marketing tactic for amazon there is competition on amazon so i use sales funnels mm -hmm to drive my traffic to Amazon. So I'll do Facebook ads saying, hey everybody, this is Janice. I'm the owner of Let's Go With No Trace Bags. So I sell a whole line of small proof bags. If you want a small proof bag, blah, 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 go here for a promo code for Amazon. 
they go into the website. I get their email, which is awesome because Amazon doesn't give me the emails. Nope. They go enter their email. I can build my email list. I give them a promo code for Amazon and I teach them how to find my product on Amazon, including the keyword to search for. And that's key because that really messes with the Amazon algorithm. So I can start ranking in that keyword. So I'll say, I want you to go onto Amazon and I want you to search for smell proof bag and then scroll down till you find my listing. And there's a picture of my listing there, buy it and enter in the promo code. And I lead them step-by-step how to do it. Okay. So the nice. great thing about that is again, I improve my ranking on Amazon. So I get the organic sales now and I get the keyword ranking, which is what I'm looking for. Nice. And are you going to do something similar with your courses? Do you think? Pardon? Are you going to do something similar with your courses? Facebook ads, click funnels? I do already. Yeah. So yes, we use sales funnels to the courses and then the courses are all in um, Thinkific. And mm -hmm. then I use Slack actually to, for our mastermind groups. So yeah. if you're in the courses, then it comes into a mastermind group. Um, I do do a free giveaway. So I do have a free boot camp right now mm -hmm. on sales funnel through the sales funnel aspect of it so people enter in for the free boot camp again i get their information they get a series of emails to them with the videos of the boot camp just give them a taste of me and my videos and how i teach and everything like that and then i start upselling them on a medium course which is 49 dollars, and then a larger course which is 749 and i keep it all in canadian dollars because i'm okay. targeting the marketplace right now yeah but my courses all apply for any anywhere the states or anything because it's not specific to Canada, except for the one video on taxes again, how to pay taxes. But other than that, it can be applied for everywhere. Nice. And can we include the links to that in the, in the show notes, just so that everyone can, can have a look at those as well? Yeah, the bootcamp is www.ecommercequeenbee.com backslash bootcamp. And then if you just go on the website, again, in the show notes down below, you can see it all. Fantastic. So what has been your favorite business book and why? So we talked about sales funnels um, earlier. Um, I do have to say, I do really enjoy Russell Brunson's The Expert Secrets. And I'm not a total funnel hacker, but that book is a lot about mindset of realizing that you are an expert in your topic or in your subject and people know what you be. They knew you would have it. Expert Secrets was my favorite. Yeah. I really like Traffic Secrets. That's kind of probably my, my favorite. Oh, you know, I think they're all, uh, they're all pretty good, aren't they? Let's face you it. Know, I, I haven't totally yeah. gotten into Traffic Secrets yet. I keep, like, I've read Expert Secrets, I don't know how many times. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? I love Russell. It's fantastic. I'll, I'll have yeah, to send this to him. That does Traffic Secrets for me, so. Yeah. Uh, okay, so are you a night owl or are you an early bird? Total night owl. Totally. I okay. early mornings. So what's and your actually, nighttime routine? Do you have one for your business? A nighttime routine? Yeah. I think the nighttime, the nighttime routine is more of doing the social media. Mm -hmm. So I try to stay in my zone of genius. I don't build my funnels. I don't, I do do my copy for emails and stuff, but I have a team that builds the funnels for me because they're just so much better at it than me. I'd rather pay them to do it. So nighttime is sitting on the couch or I'm actually moving on to boat right now or I sit on the boat. Mm. And yeah, I know. And I look out at the ocean and stars and I just got my laptop because being in this business, I'm a laptop nomad. I can work anywhere. Right. And I usually have my cup of tea with me and I'm just answering emails and answering Facebook questions and everything like that. Cause that's what I truly enjoy doing is helping people. 
right? And people are messaging me with questions and I answer them. I pop into Slack, the mastermind group. I see what's happening. And then after doing that, then I get into my most kind of my inspirational ideas about how to put out more information out there. So whether I do um, the script for a new YouTube video or anything like that, and then I plan my day for the next day. Fantastic. I like that. And then, you know, like going on podcasts, that's always a good one. If it, and there's a tip for some people out there. It's like, you can come on the podcast and you can talk about what you do. That's a good oh, way to get so it. It's so much fun. It's so much fun as well. So what do you think, and this is an interesting one, especially in the, the online learning space, what do you think your business industry will look like in 50 years from now? And you can include the Amazon in that as well, if you wish. In a, how many years? 50. So a long time in the future when AI has taken over the world. <laughs> I don't know if Amazon will exist. Interesting. I, yeah. think, I think there's going to be so much competition because I know Walmart's putting their hat in the game now. I can see Google getting into the shopping Facebook. space more. Yeah, Facebook's already in it, the marketplace. But, yeah, it's yeah. going to be interesting. Um, Jeff Bezos is going to have his satellites up running the world with yeah. regards to Wi-Fi. first, guys. <laughs> Yeah, Starlink is going to be going, so I can be working anywhere, and I do plan on being around in 50 years, because if not, my brain will be frozen someplace, so they can <laughs> come back out. I don't know if my kids will allow that, but um, <laughs> so I think Amazon is interesting, and I think there'll be lots of other marketplaces yeah. for online. I think we'll probably, and this is way out there, I think we'll probably, you know, just talking, and my, our minds will just order things. <laughs> <laughs> which is a bit scary yeah. but i think online courses will still be there yeah. just a little bit different i think you know teaching i don't know yeah well yeah tony robbins did it recently didn't he he had the hologram did you see yeah. that that was really cool exactly so it's going to be interesting world that we live in in 50 years because look how far we've come in the last 50 i never had a laptop in high school never had computers we were just starting do you remember that old program? We would create a little five-line program that would repeat our name over and over and over and over again on the screen. That was like, what did I do? Watch it. Okay, I'm in Canada. We're just chatting back and forth. So, gonna be awesome. Okay, what is your favorite business, entrepreneurial movie, or just any movie, just with a kind of a, a you know some sort of message in there about business or entrepreneurship, and why? And if they made a, a movie about you and your business, I mean, God, you can imagine, you know, it's like you got the cop chase, you got oh, it's, it's it's all in there. Uh, who would play the starring role? Oh my, um, I think the movie I really like and watch it with an entrepreneurial mindset is The Greatest Showman. Yes, yes, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, watch it with the entrepreneurial lens and just watch what he does. Mm -hmm. um, awesome. Nice. So I highly recommend that movie, The Greatest Showman. And then play me, eh? I love so. I have to say, I love Sandra Bullock. I was thinking Sandra Bullock. Yeah, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, love her. I think she would be awesome. So just the entrepreneurial cop chase, everything. I think she would be amazing. So Sandra Bullock is my final answer. Fantastic. What a great one it is too. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing that movie being made actually. Uh, <laughs> final question. What are your plans for expansion or exit? And you know, we we do this because we love doing it. And I know what it's like to carry on until our dying breath. But you know, do you have an exit strategy? I have to ask all the businesses this. Yeah, so scale strategy first is I always tell people you can't be a solopreneur. You've got to stay in your zone and you've got to outsource mm -hmm. in order to scale the business. You can't do it all. It, you're going to be the 
you're going to be the blockage in your business from scaling if you have to do everything. So yep. find the right people around you and don't hesitate to give up a bit of control and outsource, mm -hmm. right? That's how you scale. And then I'm in private label. So I've got two brands and I build them up as brands and I build products on the success of the first product. So because it's a real brand and legitimate, then my exit strategy would be selling that brand after we scale it so large or so big and it's going quite nicely right now, let's say that. And I can sell the whole brand and then I will be gone. So again, I'm moving on to boat. I live on Vancouver Island. I say five years time as soon as my daughter graduates high school, my husband and I are heading north up through Alaska across the Bering land bridge because I haven't done that on boat before down Siberia, which I think will be amazing to Japan. And we're going to go hang out in the Philippines and Thailand because nice. I haven't been. So love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. That's brilliant. That's the plan. Fantastic. Well, here's to your every success. And I really hope you, you do manage to achieve that because um, I think you're amazing. I think you're brilliant. And if our listeners want to get in touch with you, Janice, how do they do it? Um, down below, you can get a hold of me um, through my website or on Janice at ecommercequeenbee.com or Facebook. Anyway, I have Instagram, just text me. But can I interrupt for a second, Damien? Mm -hmm. So I always like... I love podcasts. You guys are amazing and the value you put in. I really want to tell people out there that podcasts need your reviews. I don't, people don't understand how important reviews are. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, you like Damien, please throw a review onto Apple iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're watching. And trust me, Damien did not ask me to do this. I just realized how important reviews are so that Damien can keep giving us this value that he does. And that's my pitch. Thank you very much. Well, you, 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 I definitely didn't ask you to do that because that's, that's in my next like, bit of the script. <laughs> I'm going to read it anyway. I'm going to read it anyway. So <laughs> Janice, thank you so much for taking this brief delve into the life of uh, real entrepreneurs. Can I ask that you share this podcast with anyone who works hard and like us on iTunes and comment on YouTube and get interactive and do all the stuff you're going to do because we're going out on both and make sure you hit that subscribe button because that's going to make all the difference. There you go. That's all in the script. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and if you would like to take part in the show or you know someone, because I've had this recently, uh, people have been recommended to me and they said, oh, this person would be great on the show. And in fact, I'm doing one of those tomorrow. Um, so if you, you know someone who'd like to take part in the show or you'd like to do it yourself, simply drop me an email, Damien with an A at rethinkingbusiness.biz and we can have a chat. And Janice, here's to your future success. And I uh, wish you all the best. And thank you so much for taking part in the show. Thanks, everybody. Remember, you're only one product away. So get on out there, get that product idea out of your head. Awesome. Good stuff. Thank you, Janice.